This thing is on. Hi. Wow. Are you a magic little internet thingy? This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Hello, I'm Barely Normal, and this is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin. This week, Tabin is on vacation, and we said in last week's pod that we would probably be on hiatus. But the more I thought about it, I decided to pull something together. I thought this would be a great time to bring out some old content that Tabin and I made for his YouTube channel and share it here with our listeners. I also will be including some things we recorded for the podcast but had to cut from the podcast for time. It's it's crazy. It's like cats are, are mixing with dogs and all craziness is happening. <laughs> So I cannot quite um, classify that as a cot. I can classify that as a bed, but not a cot. We'll classify it as something, but not a cot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, hi. So, um, oh, yeah, where was I? I have no idea. Um, where am I starting from? I'm gonna I'm gonna use a little puppy tree. <laughs> you can't tell you can't tell me what one half is. It all exists or something like that. I don't know. Because you had requested last week. <coughs> um, you, you can edit that out or keep it in. Whatever. Started with the fluff. Incandescent. No, that's not my answer. I was just having fun saying incandescent. It's not. Out can't descent. Um, uh, I have to say, um, uh, so I did it. Okay, we're right there. So coming back now, if you please. Don't sneeze, if you please, on your knees while you are at a pit of sleeve. Oh, no. <laughs> I do not. This pup does not approve of that. To be honest, most of those things are random ramblings, and it didn't fit with the podcast at the time. But they are fun to listen to, and it gives you a feeling of what it is like to record a podcast with Tabin. So two years ago, we did a question and answer video for Tabin. Here are some of his answers from furs around the world. If you want to see the whole thing, go to Tabin Pup on YouTube. My name is Tabin. I'm a pup. Bark, bark. Today, I will be answering questions from viewers like you. Our first question comes from Isorkurakowasemakoi, the Arctic fox. And I apologize for butchering your name, Foxy. And the fox asks, are you a kitty? My, well, but I answered that before. I'm, I'm a pup. So, I, I guess no. Zanadu wants to know, what is a furry to you? Well, that's a good question. You know, by the definition of furry, it's, you know, someone, someone enthusiastic about anthropomorphic creatures and animals and everything. But I think there's more to it. There's, um, you know, it's just this wonder, it's a, if you're a furry, you're a, you're a wonderful part of a wonderful community of a lot of people and animals and kitties and puppies and oh, all these wonderful, wonderful things. It's like a big happy family. Checker Doge asks, how much can you bork in 10 seconds? Well, I don't know. Let's find out. And we'll start now. Bark, 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 bark,
And that's 10 seconds. Um, and that was, I guess, about that much is how much I can work in 10 seconds. So Nadu also asks, oh, hi again. Um, if you're happy and you know it, do you clap your pausies? Oh, yeah, I, I love to clap my pausies and bounce around and hi, I'm a pop. Um, Sage wants to know, can you explain a cantor set? <laughs> I can. Mobius would like to know, what is your favorite toy? I don't know if it's, I wouldn't consider it a toy nonetheless, but I love to chase my tail. Eureka Cat asks, how many boops is too many? Too many? I don't think there is too many. Um, Hazel asks, what breed of doggo am I? I am a border collie with a little bit of Burmese mountain dog. And of course the question is, why Burm where's the Burmese mountain dog part come from? And, and I was just born like that, and I know there's a reason. I think I have to go back to my, my ancestry or something and find that out. Anyway, that's what I am. Boopus little F percent sign pound, so like the Twitter hashtag or something, asks, what is your favorite food? Uh, well, I, I like lots of things. If you've seen my cooking videos, you know that I kind of like refried beans every now and then and, and chips and stuff, but I really like my little puppy foods that I eat out of my um, little puppy dish somewhere. Where is my puppy dish? I'm a pup. Um, Boxy asks, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck Chuck Norris? Well, this is obvious. If a woodchuck was chucking Chuck Norris, then the answer would be one, because there's only one Chuck Norris. Alba Yorn asks, and I believe this is pronounced Alba Yorn, what are your happy thoughts that keep you happy? I mean, as I, as I kind of alluded to before, I'm, I'm just a pop. I just have these, this fluff, and, and there's just so many things to be happy about. Clap your pussies. Oh, he also asked how I pronounce your name. Um, and well, as I said, I believe it's Albiorn, but this pup could be wrong. Oh, and finally, that damn pupper asks, am I a good pup? Well, the answer is, of course you are a good pup. All pups are good. So just by the very nature and definition of pup, you're a good pup. Okay, uh, that ends the questions. Some of you submitted questions that made this puppy a little blushy pup. So I wouldn't be able to read them here. <laughs> But okay, thank you all for tuning in. In 2019 at BLFC, we did a talk show format video where guests came on and answered questions from Tabin, much like our format here. However, we videoed it for YouTube. It was fun to record before an audience. But Tabin, being Tabin, of course, things often digressed. In this case, Tabin was focused on something called a hinder fruit. Here, take a listen. Tobin, do you like um, Kindle fruit? Emotional stuff and fluff. Yes. And return and alfalfa and Kinder fruit. Was that it? Yes, Kinder fruit. Okay. Someone asked me, Tobin, what are you talking about? I have no idea. Thanks for asking. So speaking of food, it's <laughs> hinder fruit. This, of course, brought up hinder fruit during one of our pod recording sessions. Fun with puns <laughs> until right. your buns don't have hot dogs in them anymore. But they That's have true. Uh, 
hinder fruit instead. The hinder fruits. Hinder fruits are important. They you are. Know, the hinder fruit region is under um, socialist control right now. Oh, is it? I know. So you're That's... not going to be able to get any hinder fruits for uh, about a year now. So that means that not only are they important, but they cannot even be important, imported. Correct. That is correct. That so. was a bad pun that I just did. Taven has a lot of content on YouTube. We have cooking tips, product reviews, helpful home hints, story time, math help, and music. Taven plays drums and has been on stage with Bucktown Tiger. Oh, and hey, Bucktown Tiger, we'd love to have you on the show as a guest. But one of Taven's biggest, serious, hidden talents is that he is a poet. Here, give a listen to one of his poems. To reflect on oneself is the epitome of essence. And to reveal thyself is but humbling and cold. If we rot, does it matter? If we fly, are we free? To dine with thyself, is that not bitter? Is the awakening not cold? My purpose is but meek and divinity shallow. For rotting in the true breast of life is stories unforetold. And I bow to the heathens, I bow to my God, and I weep for the sorrow of years unforetold. <sighs> my strength succumbs, my will enfolds, my heart chatters, and my journey grows old. I sit amongst the stars and gaze at their grace. I, I lay on the grass until the sun on my face. But to what end and to what fate do I lie and sit in this place of never-ending certainty? Can I understand its velocity? The, the meaning of my life and the feeling of this knife. But no, I grasp and I hold. And indeed my life it's but gold. My, my future is unforetold, and my faith and it hits not sold. And I can rest and sit here in the warmth of the sun here. I enjoy the beauty. I, I feel the kindred spirits. I release my darkness. I embrace the trueness. I reflect on myself, for it is the epitome of essence. And I reveal myself. But it is humbling and warm. Now, one of the things you don't hear on the podcast is Tabin's bell. That bell. Oh, that bell. During videoing his YouTube stuff, it gives me and the sound guys fits. Tabin agreed not to wear it during the podcast, and everyone is happy. But here, just listen to this bell. Yeah, clock counterclockwise. Listeners to the pod know that Tabin often regales us with politically correct bedtime stories here on the pod. These started over two years ago on his YouTube channel. The very first one he read was Little Red Riding Hood.
Welcome to Storytime with Taven. Bark, bark. I'm Taven. And today we'll be reading um, a bedtime story. And this is says politically correct. I, I'm not a political pup, so I'm not sure what they mean, but we'll see how it goes. And today I want to read to you Little Red Riding Hood. There once was a young person named Red Riding Hood who lived with her mother on the edge of large wood. One day, her mother asked her to take a basket of fresh fruit and mineral water to her grandmother's house. Not because this was women's work, mind you, um, and woman is spelled W-O-M-Y-N, I guess, because in those days there weren't any men that woo, I, I don't know. Um, but because the deed was generous and helped engender a feeling of community. That's very nice of Little Red Riding Hood. Furthermore, her grandmother was not sick, but rather was in full physical and mental health and was fully capable of taking care of herself as a mature adult. Let's get that, that clear. So Red Riding Hood set off with her basket through the woods. Many people believed that the forest was a foreboding and dangerous place and never set foot in it. <gasps> Red Riding Hood, however, was confident enough in her own budding sexuality that such obvious Freudian imagery did not intimidate her. Well, that's a strong young girl-woman thing. On the way to Grandma's house, Red Riding Hood was accosted by a wolf who asked her what was in the basket. She replied, some healthful snacks for my grandmother who is certainly capable of taking care of herself as a mature adult. The wolf said, You know, my dear, it isn't safe for a little girl to walk through these woods alone. Scary. Little Red Riding Hood said, I find your sexist remark offensive in the extreme, but I will ignore it because of your traditional status as an outcast from society, the stress of which has caused you to develop your own entirely valid uh, worldview. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must be on my way. Good for her for standing up for herself. Red Riding Hood walked on the main path, but because his status outside society had freed him from slavish adherence to linear Western-style thought, the wolf knew a quicker route to Grandma's house. That's very good of Wolfie to take advantage of his cultural upbringing and knowledge about the world around him. That's not in the book, I, I just commentary. He burst into the house and ate grandma, an entirely valid course of action for a carnivore such as himself. Mm -hmm. Then, unhampered by rigid traditionalist notions of what was masculine or feminine, he put on grandma's nightclothes and crawled into bed. That was that's very good of him not to be worried about what other people think. He can put on grandma's clothes. Red Riding Hood entered the cottage and said, Grandma, I have brought you some fat-free, sodium-free snacks to salute you in your role of wise and maturing matriarch. From the bed, the wolf said softly, Come closer, child, so that I might see you. Red Riding Hood said, Oh, I forget you are optically challenged as a bat, Grandma. What big, big eyes you have. They have seen much and forgotten much, my dear. Grandma, what a big nose you have. Only relativity, of course, 
and certainly attractive in its own way. It has smelled much and forgotten much, my dear. Grandma, what big teeth you have. The wolf said, I am happy with who I am and what I am, and leaped out of bed. He grabbed Red Riding Hood in the claws, intent on devouring her. Red Riding Hood screamed, not out of alarm of the wolf's apparent tendency towards cross-dressing. No, she wasn't worried about that. But because of his willful invasion of her personal space, her screams were heard by a passing woodchopper person, or log fuel technician as he preferred to be called. When he burst into the cottage, he saw the melee and tried to intervene. But as he raised his axe, Red Riding Hood and the wolf both stopped. And just what do you think you're doing? asked Red Riding Hood. The woodchopper person blinked and tried to answer, but no words came out. Bursting in here like a Neanderthal, trusting your weapon to do your own thinking for you, she exclaimed, sexist, specious, how dare you assume that women, W-I-N, of course, and wolves can't solve their own problems without a man's help. When she heard Red Riding Hood's impassioned speech, Grandma jumped out of the wolf's mouth, seized the woodchopper person's axe, and cut his head off. What? After this ordeal, Red Riding Hood, Grandma, and the wolf felt a certain com camaraderie of purpose. They decided to set up an alternative household based on mental respect and cooperation, and they lived together in the woods happily ever after. The end. Well, I hope you enjoyed this trip down the um, lane of Red Riding Hood and the very culturally knowledgeable Wolfie. Um, and I hope you enjoy me ne next time for Storytime with Taven. Bark, bark. Well, that's all for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed getting a glimpse of Tabin and the things he does. Check out his YouTube at Tabin Pup. Be sure to reach out to us on email or telegram and tell us what you like or don't like about our show. And of course, Tabin will be back next week. We'll see you all then. Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerves studio production. It is found on all major podcast platforms and can also be listened to directly at barelyfurcasting.com. All opinions expressed here are those of Tabin and Barely, and neither received any commercial compensation for their opinions. The Furcast is recorded and edited by me, Barely Normal, also known as Mike Began. Opening interstitial and closing music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com. If you would like to send us a message, you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on telegram chat at bfftchat. Additionally, Tabin can be reached on social media at TabinPup on YouTube and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you back here next week. Bye-bye, Internet thingy. <laughs> <laughs>